Hey, good evening. Good evening. This is Pastor Omar of the 915 Pastors Roundtable. We're just waiting on for some few more people to chime in there. I see who we have out there. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some more uh, people. I'm also on Facebook Live, and I'm trying to see if we can get some other folks out there to, to join us today. Uh, today's topic is going to be on Romans chapter 13. We're almost to the end of the book of Romans. Um, um, looks like um, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we have uh, three more chapters. It goes, I think, up to 16. So, so we're almost done. And then we'll go on to some other topics that I have uh, uh, laid out and ready to uh, share with you. Um, I want to uh, let you know, you probably can hear my bird. He's a little finch. He's kind of excited that I'm in here, uh, even though I covered up the cage and stuff like that. But he's just really happy that I'm that there's someone in here with him. Um, anyway, great. Hey, uh, so we're just waiting on some for some more people there on on Facebook Live. I uh, wanted to see uh, who all is out there. All right, brother Joe is out there. Daniel, thank you for showing up, man. You guys, maybe you guys can text somebody, tell somebody to join us. Um, on today's uh, Romans chapter 13 That's today's topic Romans chapter 13 And, and these verses are, These chapters are uh, is, is This chapter today is kind of short So we'll go through the whole chapter uh, uh, So that way we can um, uh, get, get this chapter over with Amen Hey it's been a great week What cold weather we got today Here in El Paso Today is uh, January the 19th 2021 the 19th day of the new year, uh, and we're at about uh, 11 and a half more months, and we'll be back at Christmas again, you know? That's my favorite part of the year. Favorite time of the year is Christmas. But today, it feels like uh, it should be Christmas because it's it's cold outside. Wind chill came in. There's some cloud covering today. It brought the temperatures down into the 30s, and nothing but wind all day, all day. And tomorrow, we're supposed to get some rain. Imagine that. Uh, hey, George. Hey, go get some pizza, George. Uh, great. Uh, so uh, we're here live on Facebook and also on Bugs. Uh, uh, also on uh, the uh, my podcast, which is uh, 915 Pastors Roundtable on Bud Sprouts there. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll be uh, trying to... Uh, Buzz, buzz sprouts. Uh, we're trying to get some more people in there. Sorry about that. Uh, I forget where I'm at. And I'm uh, waiting for maybe at least two more to join us on Facebook Live. And so uh, we can have uh, some uh, any questions or anything like that. Okay. Great. And I'm also getting some advertisements on. Uh, every time I turn my computer on, I get some kind of advertisement. Some people want stuff. Always, always want to sell stuff, get stuff, you know. Hey, uh, um, well, hey, tomorrow is the last day of the Trump administration. Uh, we're going into the Biden administration, and uh, you know, hey, it's been uh, it's been one of those four years, man. And uh, let's see what what the next four years has got installed with uh, installed with the Biden administration. Um, so. I know it's been a couple of crazy last few weeks there between the uh, riots at the uh, Capitol, the the breaking into the Capitol, going into the to the congressional room there while they were trying to do the the, the electoral count. 
I thought that was very disrespectful. I thought that they needed to uh, not do that. That's something that's really un-American, unconstitutional. And I think we just look bad, completely bad around the, the world. Everybody talked about it. Everyone saw it. Um, and so. As the shining star of democracy. And on that day, I hate to say it, but we looked like a third world country there for about three hours. But hey, we're moving forward for the next administration. See what that brings us. Whether uh, higher taxes, no taxes. Uh, hey, though, I, I tell you what, though, all this money we're getting from the government, uh, I've been just putting it out there. The government does not give anything out for free. There is always a string attached. So come April 15th, when you're supposed to do your taxes, you know that that question is going to be on your income tax. Did you receive... Uh, a stimulus check last year in uh, I don't know September, October, August, or whatever it was for you know fourteen hundred dollars per individual. Or did you receive your six hundred dollars? That'll be for the next following year. So make sure that you uh, keep track of that because they're gonna nothing is free. Nothing is free. There's, there's always uh, somehow, some way they want to get back their money. You know, the government's always, they'll help you out. But you know what? When it's time to get it back, it's time to give back. All right. So um, let's start off uh, with a, a short prayer. Uh, let's let's go into prayer. Let's go into the presence of the Lord. Uh, it's, it's always good to get into the presence of God. Uh, Father God, we just come before you. We thank you for this day. Father, we thank you because you uh, woke us up this morning and you took everyone to work today, Father God, and you brought us all home. And now that we're home, keeping warm, Father, we just ask that you open our hearts and minds to receive the word today on Romans chapter 13, Father. Remove me and put yourself in its place so that you may teach the people. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's start reading uh, Romans uh, chapter 13. And uh, let me give you a little bit of, uh, of what's about. It's about... Being obedient to authority, huh? I hope everyone's got their Bible out. Don't just be sitting there looking at the screen, waiting for me to read. I want you to read along with me, all right? I have some, some good notes and things like that. Uh, so uh, that way we can um, learn together, amen? So it says here in chapter 13 of Romans, it says, Let everyone submit to the governing authorities, since there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. Okay, so God is the ultimate authority here, okay? And um, with everything that we do in our lives, there's always someone above us. Whether you're working and have a job, there's always someone who's a supervisor. If there's a, someone above him who's a manager and someone above him is a CEO and someone above them is a corporate CEO and, and so on and so on. And, and there's always someone governing somebody. In our cities, we have local law enforcement, local government, like our mayors and city representatives. In the counties, we have the county judge and the com commissioners. Okay, we have um, a justice of the peace. Um, we have lawyers, doctors, there's always people out there in authority, first responders, 
Okay, um, you know, uh, even, you know, you know, we have the, the Surgeon General. He lets us know about our health, so he's in charge of something. Amen. So it says here that everyone must recognize their authority in our, their, their authority in our lives and submit to them. Why? Uh, because all authority comes from God, and the governing authorities uh, that exist have been established and placed there by God. See, God, God made authorities, okay? God has put authority in our lives. Back then, in a long time ago, right, the, the Jewish people were like, hey, you know what, we have no king. Give us a king, okay? And, you know, they, they looked and searched high and low, and God picked Saul, and Saul was the first king. And, you know, because the people wanted to be like everyone else, to have a king. Instead of having prophets and priests, they wanted someone with authority, someone that could rule over them, like all the other nations, okay? And so that's what happened. They became ruled by Saul. They got an army. They had guards and they built a wall around the temples and, and the cities and they had laws and they had taxes and that's what they wanted and that's what God gave them. And so because of that, God uh, established and, and placed them there. It says in verse 2, it says uh, that so then the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. That's what you see today, right? We see the, you know, uh, lawlessness, people who commit crime. Um, people know things are wrong. People know that murder is wrong. People know that it's uh, against the law. They know that using drugs is against the law. Uh, if, it, if it wasn't, then why don't they just use it in public? You see? They don't do it in public because uh, they know it's wrong. And, and because it's wrong, they can get caught by the authorities and be punished because of their wrongdoing and so um that's what we have to obey uh, anyone who resists the civic and governing authorities is resisting what god has instituted you are rebelling against what god put in place okay the authority that god has put in place whoever uh, rebels against the governing authority is reflecting a spiritual state of rebellion Okay, so the Christians, you Christians out there, think about this, you guys. A lot of people, a lot of Christians went out there to Washington, D.C. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a lot of people out there are kind of like uh, saying, hey, look, look, it's the Christians that are doing this stuff. You know, I, I kind of see a lot of people who are probably Antifa and trying to get take advantage of the of the situation now, you know. Uh, but those people are getting caught. Those people are getting arrested, and they're going to get uh, um, charged as uh, for their offense, for trespassing and destruction of government property. For someone stole a laptop, can't believe that stole a laptop and and wants to sell it to the Russians. <laughs> hey man, uh, there's a lot of people out there that do stuff for money, and so. Uh, so yeah, hey, uh, so these people were going to get, you know, what's due to them. Uh, just like any other criminal in the cities, in our countries, in, in our counties, in our local towns, you know, you, if you're drinking and driving, guess what? You get caught, you got to go to jail. And, and it's very expensive. Uh, if you're, uh, uh use drugs, you got to get caught and you get, it, it ruins your life. Really. It ruins your life. You, you get caught with a with any uh, class B or above, uh, it, it ruins your life. You can't get 
the, the nice jobs you wanted, uh, you know, careers that you were looking for. A lot of these people that do background checks will start looking into that saying, hey, you know, why, why were you in this mess? How are you involved in this junk? Matter of fact, why are you involved in this? You know, you shouldn't even be on here. Uh, so, so, you know, it's just kind of like obey the authority. Obey, because if you don't, then what happens is that you're in a state of rebellion, a spiritual state of rebellion. That's what the scriptures is talking about. That's what it says. So then one who rebels, re, re, I'm sorry, the one who resists the authority is opposing God. Okay? God's command and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. You may not get, you may get judged by authorities today. But remember, there's an authority that's higher above the earth and the people that are in it. As Christians, you know that we go before the Lord and He judges us based on, on our conduct and our, and our fruits and what we've done for Him here on earth. So, so be aware of that. Be aware of that. Uh, it's not just being a good person. A good person doesn't get into heaven. It's about having your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and having a relationship with Him and trusting Him and obeying His commands. In, in Matthew 20, uh, 28, uh, it says, Go therefore and make disciples, of, make disciples of all the nations and commanding them to obey everything that I've said and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Huh? That's what, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. People forget that. People forget that, uh, that we are supposed to know what Jesus says. Well, he's, he set out some things in, in Matthew 28. I'll read it word for word so that way you can understand it. It says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. That's Jesus saying that all authority has been given to him. And he says that go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Right here in verse 20 of chapter 28, it says, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of age. Right there it says, uh, teach them to observe everything I have commanded you. So everything that he told his disciples, they have written it down, and it is for us to know and for us to obey. And, and that's where a lot of people have a problem, in obeying, in obeying. And let's carry on. In verse, thir uh, verse 3, for the rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have its approval. So in other words, obey the law. And if you obey the law, then guess what? You're going to be all right. But when you disobey the law, then you're going to have problems. The purpose of our government is that it serves God now by rewarding good and punishing evil. The governing authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right. But they do strike fear in those who are doing wrong. Do you want to live without any fear of, of civic or governing authorities? Then do what is right. You know, uh, 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 what I know is drug dealers are always looking over their shoulders. People who do bad things are always looking over their shoulders because they don't want to get caught. 
Because if they know they get caught, they're going to go to jail and then their freedom is over. Sometimes some people want to get caught because they don't have any other way of knowing how to live outside in the free world. They'd rather be locked up somewhere where their life is, is, is ordered and ordained by those in authority in the jail system, in the prison system. There's a time to wake up, a time to eat, a time to go to sleep, a time to shower, a time to go out to the courtyard and play and, and do weight training or basketball or whatever. And then or some people have jobs with inside the system and then, you know, it's right to sleep. And it's a continuous, ongoing, revolving door of people coming in and people going out. So so, hey, if you're doing the right thing, guess what? You will never be bothered by the, the authorities that God has put in government here in the, in the world. Okay? Then do what is right, and they will commend you for it. Those in government and civic positions of authority are God's servants. They have been placed there by God for your good. But if you are someone who does wrong, then it is only natural that you should be afraid of them. For God does not allow them to bear the sword to have the power to punish uh, for no reason. So in other words, he's given them power to have a sword. In other words, today we have police officers that walk around with guns, uh, pepper spray, tasers, in order to help them to enforce law and take action against people who disobey the law and want to harm the police officer. So if you obey what the police officer is, the chances of you getting hurt are very slim to none. But if you disobey and, don't, and, and do not do what is uh, required of you, and you resist or you start fighting, then you're going to uh, have resistance uh, and, and force is going to be used against you. So act right. Think right. Be right. Amen? Amen. There's no reason. So right now that uh, they are serving God by acting as an extension of his wrath and his punishment against evil in this world. And that's what law enforcement is. Right here it says they are serving God by acting as an extension of his wrath and his punishment against evil in this world. By bringing punishment upon those who do wrong. Okay. Now some people do wrong. But guess what? They'll, they'll, they'll like back up, take a few steps and say, hey, I, I, I've done some things wrong and I need to, I need to get myself straight. And, and they'll just, you know, they'll get themselves straight. And they, all it takes is one time to be in jail and, and they'll get on the straight and narrow. Sometimes there's some people who can't do that. They just cannot get on the straight and narrow. You see, that's why Jesus said that, that wide is the road that leads to destruction there are many people on that road. And then there's the narrow road, the narrow gate. And, and it's hard to get through it because people have a difficult time leaving the things of this world behind, giving up things of this world, the desires of your flesh. They, they also have no boundaries in their life. So that's why people get onto the wide road. And there's Christians who are on the wide right, the wide road, because sometimes it's just yeah. I I believe in Jesus, and I, I know there is a God, but that's not enough. It's having a relationship with Jesus, having a relationship with God, and that's what that's what it's all about. 
It's not just a one one a week time service and nothing in between. No Bible study, no no scripture reading, no worshiping, no praying. That's why I, I do this, try to do this every week so that you have something else to something else to study, something else to listen to. Because uh, you you gotta you gotta stay tuned in to God. You just can't tune in to God one day a week. You gotta have multiple days, amen. There's gotta be a couple of days between uh, Monday and Saturday that you gotta listen to the word, read the word, get into the word, and pray, do praise and worship, amen. Now let's continue on. Uh, in verse four, good. But if you're doing wrong, be afraid because it does not carry the sword for no reason. For it is God's servant and avenger that brings wrath to the one who does wrong. We already spoke about that, right? That's why God has law, law enforcement, law authorities on earth. Therefore, in verse 5, submit, you must submit, not only because of the wrath, but also because of the, con the conscience, of your conscience. In verse 6, and for this reason you pay taxes, since the authorities are God's servants continually attending to these tasks. Okay? And so... Uh, so we're going to tell you that those in the government and civil positions are authority of God's servants. They have been placed there by God for your good, for your protection. Amen? And so, so uh, for God does not allow them to bear the sword, to have the power to punish for no reason. They have a reason. That's why they have the sword. Okay? Right now, they are serving God by acting as an extension of His wrath and punishment. Therefore, verse 5, you must submit to your governing authorities. You should submit to them not just to avoid punishment, but as also as a means of maintaining a clear conscience. If you, if you just obey the law and you're a good citizen and pay your taxes, and you, you have nothing to fear. The law and the government will not come chasing you down because you owe taxes. Uh, they won't come chasing you to your door if you didn't commit a crime. If you commit a crime, they're going to come to your door uh, and, and, and give you a warrant for your arrest. Okay? So that's why. So that's why we need to uh, submit to the authority on this world. Okay? In verse 6, uh, it talks about that uh, fulfill your obligations as citizens within your government structure. Your life of faith in Christ should not be disconnected from fulfilling your duties to uh, societal societal structures governing governmental authorities but god uh, authorities that god has put in place so be a good citizen and pay your taxes for the civic authorities are serving god's purpose in what they do devoting their time and effort to governing now sometimes people can look at hear this here verse and says yeah but look at the tax where are our taxes going to giving these people with salaries up in uh in the congress and stuff they're making money off of us you know uh, and, and they get paid well, and, and they have insurance, and, and then we're down here uh, working, and uh, we have to pay taxes, and our taxes get higher and higher. Yes, you know, that's that's the thing about the government and the authorities. That's why you have to go out and vote. Get new people in there. Get fresh people inside the government, you know. Uh, but we're always sticking with the same old, same old people. And they're the same ones you see for years and years and years. And wonder why things don't ever change in your, in your state, on your uh, district, uh, wherever you live at. Huh? Let's, let's read on in chapter 7. Uh, pay uh, your obligations to everyone. 
taxes to those you owe taxes, tolls to those you owe tolls, and respect to those you owe respect, and honor to those you owe honor. So, if you owe taxes, pay taxes. <coughs> Excuse me. If um, if you owe tolls, then pay them. If you owe bills, pay your bills. You know, uh, uh, some people were um, uh, on Facebook the other day. I was reading about how people received their, their stimulus checks and went out and bought, you know, 55, 65-inch screen TVs and stuff like that. And <coughs> excuse me, and um, and now they're hurting for uh, money uh, to pay their uh, light bill. Uh, and so uh, people are. Excuse me, I need to get uh, some water. Uh, people are, are making fun because they're saying, hey, wait a minute. Why why are people not paying their bills? You got a stimulation, a, a stimulation, a stimulant, ch- uh, uh, stimulant check for $1,400 last year. You're going to get another stimulus check of $600. And there's a, another $1,400 coming here uh, maybe within another month or two. And they want to know why people are not paying their light bill. And so, and some people were on Facebook, they were saying like, hey, well, you know, it's none of your business about, you know, what people do with their money. It's their money. They got it, right? But the whole purpose of it was to help them pay their bills. That's what it was, so that they can pay their bills, pay their rent, pay their gas, pay their water, and... and and uh, to help also, yes, stimulate the economy. But if you can't, uh, I'd rather have my bills paid and have a place to live than, than have a place to live than no lights and no gas and no water. That's not going to do me any good. You see, so, and, and people are, are living on their, uh, on their unemployment checks. And some people are making more unemployment than they were uh, having a job. So that's why a lot of people are not going back to work. You know, it's all right to get help from the government, but you got to get out there and find a job because that that money that you're getting, nothing uh, in that money is going to Social Security for your later on years. So and your medical, I think about all that. All right. I don't know. Uh, That's that's just my thoughts. Those are just my opinions. You know, I mean, everyone has one, you know, it's just like, you know, those are the things I think about. Like, you know, know, that's why I said in the beginning of the show was like, Hey, you're getting money, but be careful. You know, I saved the the money that I got from the stimulus check and the the $1,400 last year, the $1,200, what it was. And this year, what, earlier in the year, we got the $600 one. You know, I saved it because there's strings attached. And and come tax time, they're going to ask you and say, hey, did you receive this money? And you have to say yes or no. And you better not lie because if you lie, you're going to get fined. Okay, so so be honest with yourself. Do the right thing. Pay your taxes because they're going to take it out of you. All right, verse 9. Verse 9, uh, correction, 8. It says, do not owe anyone anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. I guess... When, when God, when Jesus says, you know, to those uh, guys who was asking, hey, what is the greatest commandment of them all? And Jesus told them, God, with all your heart, with all your might, all your uh, soul and all your mind. And the second one 
is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. <clears throat> you see, we have to love one another. If we don't, if we, if we we love one another, we probably we shouldn't have all these uh, racial tension, Black Lives Matter, uh, white uh, white supremacists, antifas, uh, people attacking the the Capitol building. There, uh, we we wouldn't have any of that if we just had people who just love one another. You know, there's a lot of uh, people up there in the Capitol and Congress and in the Senate. You know, there are some Christians and some Catholics, some Protestants, some Lutherans, and they all believe in God, but they do not love one another. There's, there's, a, there's a problem there. I believe that if we all love one another, we wouldn't have any of these, uh, these uh, situations. Amen? Uh, hello, Sister Alicia. Uh, my daughter-in-law, Karina, God bless you. Uh, Irene, hello, God bless you. All right, and so uh, moving on, uh, verse nine: the commandments do not commit a, uh, the commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandments are summoned up by this commandment: love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not uh, love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Because if you loved everyone, if you loved one another, you wouldn't harm one another. If you loved one another, you wouldn't hurt one another. <clears throat> if you loved one another, you would not murder one another. You would not steal from one another. You would not uh, 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 commit adultery. You would not uh, covet. You would, you would not worship false gods. Uh, amen. Amen. Hello, sis. Uh, here we go. Uh, 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 so, so verse 10 says, the, To love does no, does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. So if you love everyone, if you loved one another, then we wouldn't have any of these issues. We wouldn't have any of these problems. Amen. Amen. Moving on. Uh, verse 11. It says, uh, Besides this, since you know the time, it is already the hour for you to wake up from your sleep, because now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Amen. <clears throat> Given that we are living in a critical and important time, uh, the time right before Christ's return and his second coming, we understand the urgency uh, to embody God's love and do all the things that we have talked about. <clears throat> to think about ourselves humbly, to use our God-given gifts and abilities to serve others, to love genuinely and sincerely, to submit, to submit to the authority of government. And those in position of authority. And I know, I, I know there's a lot of problems out there. I know that there's a lot of people with anger, with uh, uh, unlawful use of force in some cities with law enforcement. Uh, <clears throat> and, I, and I, you know, I truly understand about protests. And I think we spoke about this uh, sometime last year when all the protests were going on. Uh, after the uh, uh, 
the taking of the life of, of individuals uh, by law enforcement that were unarmed or um, and and what I what I really truly believe is that there's a way of protesting and that is by protest peacefully, uh, just like how Martin Luther King uh, Jr. had taught us back then in the 60s uh, how to march for peace and justice, right? But some of the protests that we've seen in the past year uh, has been a, a lot of rioting and looting and destruction of cars and uh, businesses and homes, uh, uh, mom and pop shops that 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 uh, that were burned down and, and, and people lost their livelihoods. Uh, people who had businesses that supported uh, that supported their community, and and, and we uh, we destroyed those. You know, we destroyed them. I believe that, that we need to take a take a relook at how to protest correctly and, and and make sure that we do not go to to that extreme. Uh, for example, last week's uh, when the when the uh, they attacked the Capitol, you know, I was just like um, uh, uh, unbelievable. And, and but then again, uh, again, that is not the way to protest. Breaking into the government capital of the United States uh, and taking in the, the chambers and stealing and breaking things and taking laptops and uh, killing a police officer. Uh, these are things that are, are, are wrong. And, and we all will have our day of judgment. If you believe that uh, you didn't get caught, believe me, there's lots of cameras the FBI and the Secret Service has ways of finding everybody, and and you will get found. And if you don't, you're going to have to face your Creator, and your Creator will have a judgment on you. Amen. Let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> it uh it says that uh, um, in verse twelve it says the night is nearly over. And the day is near, so let us discard the deeds of the darkness and put on the armor of light. You know, I, I like being in the light. I, I see that there's a lot of darkness in our world, and um, I, I think that we need to, to really get a grip of ourselves spiritually, see? And we need to, to just, you know, we need, we need a, a real connection with God. Um, and some of what I've seen here on this past year has been a, a disconnect with God. And um, I think um, when we disconnect with God like that, it leads us into some dark areas. And, and we, cannot, we cannot be like that. We can't live according to that type of lifestyle. We're supposed to be better than that. Remember, <clears throat> we are ambassadors here of God, we represent the kingdom of God, and and in representing the kingdom of God, we need to have a set standards. We need to speak up and not destroy. We need to love one another and, and not hate. Uh, we need to speak well and and not hurt one another. We need to conduct ourselves as a Christian as what Jesus Christ has taught us to be, 
in this world. Because we're in it, but we're not of it. Once you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Um, so it says that the dark, the darkest by sin stain is almost over. Okay, the, 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 the night darkened by sin's stain is almost over. The new day of God's ultimate salvation will soon be here. So then, let us take off the dirty clothes stained by our dark and sinful deeds, and let's put on the shining armor of light. Right? Let's stand up against for what is right, not for what is wrong. And I think this year, 2021, uh, a lot of you Christians that claim to be Christians, um, you know, don't protest. But you know what? You have a voice. And you can write your congressmen, your representatives, whether it's local in the city or state or even at the capital of the United States. You have a voice. Use that voice. Send a Bible verse to them. Explain to them your your thoughts and your values and that you're trying to ask them to, to think about the votes that they're trying to, the topics that they're trying to vote on, the laws that they're trying to pass. Okay? Uh, so, so think about that. Amen? Uh, and so let us be, uh, let us put on the shining armor of God's light, which enables us to be victorious in our spiritual battle. Because that's what it is. All of you seen in the past years the spiritual battle of darkness, okay? It's is the enemy and the, the light fighting against one another. In, in Ephesians, it talks about the 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 you know the, the the spiritual realm, the fighting of the good and evil, and the angels and demons because of the uh, the the forces and principalities of the darkness that governs this world. The enemy is still loose on this earth. And he roams around like a lion, seeing who he can devour, seeing who he can draw away from God, seeing who he can change into his version of, of being, <clears throat> away from the light and into the darkness. Since, since we now live in this new day and new life, let us walk through our daily lives reflecting, reflecting God's light. That's what we're supposed to do, reflect God's light every day. <clears throat> Let us avoid the behaviors associated with the spiritual darkness. And, and here comes these few things, okay? These few things that I want you to, to know. Uh, it says here in verse 13, Let us walk with decency as in the daytime. Okay, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurities or promiscuity, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on, verse 14, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and don't make plans to gratify the desires of your flesh. Amen. Amen. So, so what it's telling us here is that uh, let us avoid those behaviors. Spiritual darkness things, things such as orgies and drunken and uh, drunkenness and drinking, engaging in sexual pros promiscuity and living immorally, fost fostering dissension and bickering, fostering jealousies. Instead, close yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not let yourselves think about ways to gratify the desires of your sinful human nature. Think about ways of how to satisfy your spiritual man. 
your spiritual being. Think about ways of getting closer to God. Think about how to have a life without living in the world of darkness. I think that is the most important thing that we can do as Christians, that we start to get our life right before the Lord. And I, I ask that now in this new year, 2021, hey, look forward to being part of this light, wearing, wearing Jesus Christ. It says right there, instead, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not let yourselves think about ways to gratify the desires of your sinful human nature. Okay? Think about that. And it talks about in uh it, it talks about God's people's experience a transformed relationship toward those who have different religious perspectives and practices by realizing that what unites them as a part of God's family is stronger and more important than their differences. See, we may have different uh, doctrines, different teachings, but we all have the same God, the same Jesus Christ. And, and, and all we wanted to do is that we all need to unite in the love in, in loving one another You see that's what Jesus That's what God did God, God sent his son Because he loved the world To die for us He didn't send it to Send him to just come and judge us He came because he loved us And he wanted us to be uh, Drawn near to him To reestablish Our relationship with him that's what it's all about. And if we could do that, if we can uh, unite uh, as God's family, then we could become stronger and there won't be so many differences between us. Amen? Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for being here, everyone who, who chimed in on Facebook. Uh, I, I pray that, uh, that we learned that uh, today... That we learn to obey the authority here on earth because God has made it so and because he, he implemented it and therefore we should obey it. <clears throat> we wouldn't fear the authorities if we did right. That's what the scripture says. If we did right, then we didn't have nothing to fear. But if we did wrong, then we have much to fear. Put on Christ. Love one another. Love your neighbors as yourself. Okay? And all, all these things, right? Jesus, it says, If you ask anything in my name, it shall be given to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be given to you. You will never be in want. You will never be without. You will always have. Jesus will always provide for you. He will always make sure that you are blessed and you are favored. Alright, well that's it for this evening I, I hope to look forward to you next week When we're talking about chapter 14 of Romans Romans chapter 14 And uh, it's a short Bible verse and hopefully a uh, Bible chapter And we'll get through that one also Until uh, uh, next time This is Pastor Omar Rivera And the 915 Pastors Roundtable uh, Let's close out in a, in a quick prayer 
Our Father God, we just thank you, Father, for this opportunity tonight to read your word, Father. I pray that each person understood chapter 13 and about giving its authority to God. For God established the government authority here on earth, Father, that we may obey it, that we may be obedient to as ambassadors of your kingdom and set an standard here and be an example for all those around the world to, to love one another as you Father God that you bless everyone who hears uh, this message uh, that you give them the understanding and the knowledge to, to go forth Father God and share the word Father have them share the gospel of Jesus Christ and Jesus study hey please like it please share it with someone also go to buzzsprout uh buzzsprout uh uh and look up 915 pastors round table um uh, Buzzsprout is spelled uh, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T. And just type in 915 Pastors Roundtable and share it with friends and family members if you like my teaching. Uh, uh, have a great day. Hey, God bless you, Halligan. Uh, happy 30th anniversary there, soldier. Uh, it's been uh, 30 years ago today, uh, not today, but last week it was uh, 30 years ago that uh, we was in the desert storm, and uh, desert storm of the ground war. What a, what a, what a quick 100 hours uh, to defeat an enemy who said it was the mother of all wars. Hey, well, thank you very much. God bless each and every one of you. Remember that Jesus Christ is still on the throne. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. Good night. God bless you.